Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Shower Hour. Shower Hour. That was the name of uh, one of me and Pat's Marquette Radio shows. What year was that? I don't even remember. Uh, that might have been early on with Craig, maybe 2012, maybe. Well, Craig was primetime, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so that would have been maybe our junior year. One of one of the okay. semesters, our junior year. So, yeah, probably like, yeah, 2012. I can't remember why we Or early 2013. That. I can't I Probably just because it rhymed and uh, we couldn't think of anything better. That's kind of a lot of our names were <laughs> not great. Featuring Pat Callahan and Jared Smolik. Bring up Shower Hour because off the podcast we were just talking about shower preferences. Yeah. Um, I don't like showers that come out of the ceiling. I just find it weird. I'd rather get smacked in the face with some hot water coming at me, like, you know, at an angle. And instead of just coming down with the waterfall hitting me. Do you think it makes you feel like small? Like something's on top of you about to smash you or like, you know. No, at my apartment in Pilsen, I had one. It wasn't fancy. I wonder if You I think of it as a fancy it. thing, but you're right. It's not always. <laughs> no, I really wish I still had a picture of this thing. Yeah. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. But um, I had a shower head that came out of the ceiling and... I don't know. It's it just, it's like in the middle of the shower. So it's like if the water isn't exactly right yet, you yes. know, like even like if you test it, like with the, the water that comes out of like the bathtub, like spot, I guess you would call it. Um, sometimes when it comes out of the shower right away, it's not exactly ready. So it's like you have like very little room to like sort of like test the waters or like dip your feet in it sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a problem sometimes where if it's an older, a lot of times older places will have showers that are designed for people that, you know, people used to be shorter. I've definitely had plenty of times where I've been in a place and the shower head is about at my shoulder level. And that is always uncomfortable. Uh, that's just always kind of well, a weird experience. I guess now that I think about it, when it's coming at you at an angle, you have even less area to sort of let it hit you. Yes. So I guess that argument doesn't make any sense. It's, I, you know, I still uh, believe your shower truth, Pat, so I'm okay with it. If you don't like it, you don't need to get one. Don't I deal also with it. don't like shower heads that, like, you can't adjust. I really hate that a lot. You need, you need full control over your shower experience. So I don't like it, like, shooting, like, straight out to where, like, like I was saying, like, you can't, like, 
really have any room and it just sort of hits you and that first like little hit is like cold and then the water goes back to normal in like two seconds you know yeah 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 i don't like that i would much rather like sort of point it down but still at an angle so i have a little room and then i could walk in when i'm ready pat we might have talked about this on the show before our our baths man card no i don't think so i think like if you <laughs> have like a towel i think a man card thing is when you put like a towel over your hair and walk around okay yeah i don't know if, i don't know how many times i've seen a guy do that uh but i would agree with yeah. you yeah, I, okay. So you're you're all right with bath, but not okay with a towel. I'm, okay, so I'm all right with baths, or just because like imagine like you just like, as you would say, Jared, you're at the gym, you're yeah. putting up numbers, absolute numbers, okay? yeah. So you're a little bit sore. Maybe you want to get in the tub and just sort of sit around a little bit. Not everybody has a jacuzzi at their expense. That's true. That's true. I would definitely say ice baths. You know, definitely not Mancard, but oh, yeah. those are. <laughs> Those are awful if you've ever had to take Okay, can we say baths with candles around it? That's man card. That's a man card. Okay. okay. Unless you have a female with you. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> then it's not a uh, Just candles in general are probably man card for the most part. I don't think so. I'm actually okay. a candle guy. I actually have a few candles too, I so I was going <laughs> to... I don't, I don't really <laughs> like care myself. much about the scent or anything, but yeah. I get candles as gifts all the time. There you go. And like when people over, I'll light them. Like there if you're go. watching a movie or something. Yeah. Is that Paul? Just that joined? is Paul. Paul just joined. Hey, Steve. Hello. Hello. Did you answer hey, every yeah. phone call or podcast Hello. like that? Hello. Hello. I mean, I don't answer podcasts. I usually don't get calls from them, but <laughs> yeah. I do answer phone calls sometimes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So you got to be confident with it. You can't do it as a question like, hello. You have to be like, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I had a work call today where somebody answered the phone and started talking to me and I could tell they thought it was somebody else because they started saying all these other things. I'm like, wait, (laughs) I've never talked to you before. Who do you think I am? Yeah. Yeah. We had landlines. That was like the classic move. Yes. Just assume it's somebody then it's somebody trying to reach my dad. Yes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not supposed to know that. Um. Like, my dad's going to beat the shit out of me when he gets home from, so, you know, his business before, trip. Yeah. Before caller ID, did you guys have, like, um, a landline phone right by your kitchen table? In my kitchen. I think yeah. so. Oh, we did. That thing would ring all day long. I don't know. Like, if, if you have a landline still... Are we live, by the way? Yeah, we're live. Okay. Yeah, if you have a landline... uh. Go either jump off a bridge or <laughs> just throw your landline away. There you go. Yeah, I imagine if we had all the we have all the scam calls now, all the telemarketers calls now. Imagine if we had that amount when we had landlines. Like those guys were. I know we had some every once in a while. You'd get like a telemarketer, but it's nothing like it is now. Those guys were really missing out on the opportunity to do that when there was no caller ID. Like when yeah. everybody would answer every phone call they got. There was probably a few people doing it, and they just got rich. Yeah. <laughs> because yes. nobody had heard of the scams, and then they would just work. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That every I, Probably now it's just that everybody's caught on to the scams, and everybody does them. Everybody oh, knows they don't need like extended the Wall car warranty. Penny stocks. That's right. Penny stocks, baby. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. I just... I thought those were legitimate, though. Well, they can be. 
or they can be a scam. Yeah. I did want to mention also a follow-up on a couple episodes ago. My grandma finally had deep dish pizza. Oh, did she like it? I didn't get that update. I just got a video uh, from my mom was with her, and it said, I finally had a deep dish pizza. Thanks, Obama. That was the video. So I don't know what her review of it was. I'll figure that out with her. But uh, I kind of talked about she lived in the Chicago area now for, you know, 50 years and has not had a deep dish show. She's had it. I'll get an update soon. I know you guys are What type of, uh, or what place was it from? Hopefully Luma. Again, I actually didn't get any other information than just this video. Jay, uh, why are you giving us an update then? Come on. Because it was just, a, it's not a full update. It's a temp update. Do I half ask my Steve Sciences? That's like saying no. My, no. my grandma's favorite color is one of the shades of blue. Okay. 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 Forgot, <laughs> I, forget I brought it up. <laughs> um, Actually, was, I'm, I am glad you did. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I want to know. I'm curious. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, okay. What's something you guys want to get to? I just want to say how I know we talk about COVID a lot because um, it's like COVID day five, 922 hours, 16 mm-hmm. and a half or wherever we are right now. Yeah. I don't know if that's the exact date or not. Try doing the SpongeBob voice. So oh, it's pretty spot on. Um, pretty spot on. Yeah. Uh, I think malls are dying because people aren't going to malls anymore. Um, malls have been dying I think for it has 30 a little years, bit to do yeah. with COVID and it has a lot to do with companies like Amazon and like buying things yeah. online now because if you go to a mall like most of the stores if you walk in them it's like 70% off like blowout sale like yeah. nobody's buying anything so they're just trying to get That's rid of it. That's a hot tip. Yeah. And like the convenience about malls is a couple things. Well when they actually employ people, you actually learn customer service. Like I've used Amazon business at my job all the time. And whenever I have to talk to somebody, it's just like an online chat. Yeah. You know, it's not very personal. Whereas if you actually work at a store at a mall, you get to actually interact with people. Yeah. So that's one positive thing. Another thing I'll tell you is I always last minute Christmas shop. Okay. I've gone Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve multiple times in my life. Yeah. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. Um, One, because I procrastinate. And two, because there's actually really good deals because they're trying to get rid of everything. Yeah. This year, I procrastinated. And I went on Amazon. And I was like, you know, it was like a couple days before Christmas or whatever. We actually celebrated Christmas this last Saturday because everybody's gotten COVID every week since. Yeah. So we had Christmas like the mid end of January this year. So in hindsight, this would have worked, but I tried ordering. I was like, you know, two, three day delivery. Everything was like deliver in two weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause everybody's trying Whereas to do that. a mall, you can just go in there and pick something up. Yeah. So I've noticed malls are dying. The other thing I've noticed is I had a christening over the weekend and the restaurant we went to required you to be vaccinated or else you couldn't get it. It's yeah. a proof of vaccination and an ID card. Yeah. That's so, every restaurant in Chicago now. This wasn't even in Chicago. This was Ooh. in the suburbs. Controversial. And so maybe Illinois. I, I've seen that at concerts, and I've seen that. I went to a Bulls game last yeah. week. So that made sense because that was a ton of people. But we're talking a restaurant that maybe fits like 100, 150 people mm-hmm. in there. So my last question about all this is if you're not vaccinated, 
and you have to prove like you had like a negative test within how many days. How do you actually prove that? Do you have to bring like the actual strip in? Like, or do you just Google image like negative test online and just yeah. screenshot it? It's it's a good question, Pat. I don't know. Are they allowing people to do the negative test? I'm not even sure. Um, I'm sure Vaughn would have opinions on the best way to show that you don't have COVID. Uh, I could, can't I could, wait. Yeah, I could send him a text while we're sitting here, and we could get um, well, we get some results. I okay. Well, actually, one thing about the testing, Pat. I don't know the answer to your question, um, realistically, but there was a whole fake uh, COVID testing thing that happened in St. Charles, where me and Steed are from. Steed, I don't know if you heard about oh. this. Uh, yeah, Tough Sub Zach sent me the link. Yeah, it was. Wait, I, was I thought you were from West Elgin. No, West Elgin, South Elgin, is what you're referring to. South Elgin, um, my there bad. is no so, West Elgin. Yeah, there's an Elgin okay. and a South Elgin. Yeah, it is I've confusing. Been, yeah. I've been out by Jared maybe like three or four times yeah. in my entire life. Okay, well, I know let's... nothing about that okay. area. So basically, what happened? This is all over my favorite Facebook group. What's happening in St. Charles? But basically, there was a, a couple that like mid twenties couple that um, they realized that there was just a lot of ways to get money from COVID, uh, like a lot of people are realizing. And they set up all these testing centers all over the place. And they kind of look like um, shipping containers. And then you just get tested in the shipping containers. And they were all over Chicago area. And they set them up. It turns out they really didn't know what they were doing or didn't really care. It's not really clear. because. No, they did not care. Okay, okay, there we go. They falsified their numbers, too. Yeah, so they were giving people, like, they would use a negative result, even if it, you know, they they basically weren't doing the testing, and the ones they were doing, like, were wrong. And then sometimes they were talking about there was examples that they were using the same, like, swab in the noses for multiple people. Uh, There was also a couple examples where people had signed up to do the test and then got the results before they even took the test. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so what's crazy about this is that they bought this house, which one of my favorite, probably my favorite house in St. Charles. It's this very cool house. It was on the market for a while, and it's overlooking kind of this bluff, overlooking the river. Massive house. They bought this. Oh, I know that house. Yes, on 31. The yes, the white one. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, the white house. Yes, they bought this house. It's <laughs> so funny. It's a cool house. Anyway, they bought that, bought a couple of like, you know, a Ferrari and stuff like that, started posting about it all over like TikTok and all these social media things. And then people started doing investigation and now they're being investigated by the government for uh, fraud stuff. So <laughs> this is, uh, what's crazy about it, first, I know the house. It's obviously in the area me and C grew up. And then we almost, my family almost went to one of those testing centers before we went over to my grandma's house for Christmas, but it was closed. So we would have gotten one of those tests and <laughs> not been closed. Uh, so I think whatever you do to get a test pad, just don't use one of those. That would be my answer to that. Well, I already got the bug like less than a yeah, month ago. Yeah. So well, it wasn't a real okay answer. Right that wasn't a real answer for you. That was just a hypothetical. What was her job? Tables. What do you mean? Guys, what I say? Her job is so confusing. The job isn't important. It's just a generic job that the writers of this made up for this. But what is the generic job? Just tables. Steve, this is some chub history. I kind of talked about it the other week that I might do it. I, I don't know what I'm calling this segment. Maybe just called chub story. I don't know. It, it's a chub work- story. Chub story. It's chub history. Uh, Pat, I don't know if you've ever heard about this. It's Chicago history for those uh, in the area. For those that aren't, it's still somewhat interesting. Uh, this is going to be somewhat short. Have you guys ever heard about the SS Eastland? It was a no, boat. No. 
It was a boat crash that happened in 1915. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so Pat does know about this, and I figure you might, Pat, because you're pretty tied in with Chicago stuff. There's a- I'm 100% kidding. I have no idea what Wait. Okay. Well, the East Easton or the Eastland? Eastland. Oh yeah, the East. Pat, Paul, you're looking up on your computer right now as I'm talking. No, I know, I know exactly what the Eastland is. Okay, I also just got an update from uh, Chubstep uh, COVID expert Vaughn. He said that the only re- way to really tell <laughs> if you have COVID is if you chop an onion and you cry, you don't have COVID. That's simple. So if you cut an onion and you don't cry, you do have COVID. How many brain cells does he have left for boldness? Uh, it's four. I think it's from all the cigarettes and Sour Patch. Uh, I think that might have killed some brain cells uh, <laughs> that he oh, did to prevent sense. it. <laughs> but that is the official way. So, Pat, I guess the way, if you go to a restaurant, they probably have onions. You can try cutting the onions in their back kitchen area. And if you uh, if you cry, you don't have COVID. So, okay, there's our answer. Eastland, here's the Eastland, uh, 1915. Here's what happened in Chicago. Pat, you were joking that you knew it, but I was kind of hoping you did know. 1915, this is three years after the Titanic, 10 weeks after the Lusitania. uh, Everybody knows those two things. Pat, if you don't know Lusitania, that's what got the uh, U.S. involved in World War I. Uh, Germans sunk a passenger ship that was full of a bunch of Americans. Um, Jared, the big history buff over here. Yeah, here we go. Ready for this? And and I'll tell you why I found out the story is because I was actually watching uh, Payton's Places, uh, which is on... uh, ESPN Plus, it's like Peyton Manning goes through all these football things, and it all tie together. You'll like where it ties at the end. So there's a company called Western Electric. Uh, they The reason I know also about Western Electric, I was at a shopping district uh, like two weeks ago, and I was like, why is there this big tower behind the shopping district? I was in Cicero, a suburb of kind of a part of Chicago. And uh, I looked it up, and it says, this is like it was the old Western Electric factory, and now it's a shopping center. So that's the tie-in there. But Western Electric was doing a company outing in Michigan City, Indiana. So Michigan City, Indiana, I've never been there. It's But anyway, they were excited to go because— It's a nice place. It's a good town. Steve says it's good. Uh, apparently, vacations were like non-existent at the time for working. And also, they often were working on Saturdays as well in the manufacturing world. So this was like a rare, you know, let's give the whole company. We're going to run some boats. Everybody goes to Michigan City, Indiana. Um, they had a 275-foot-long boat called the SS Eastland. And uh, they started boarding. Uh, 2,500 people boarded right, uh, Pat, right in downtown Chicago, like Clark Street Bridge, like, uh, you know, downtown Chicago, right on the river. And the thing is tied up at this time. So... Because the Titanic had happened three years earlier, there was all these new regulations um, added to uh, boats. So they had to have uh, additional lifeboats to match the amount of people on it, which is probably not a bad thing, right? I think we can agree it's probably good to have lifeboats and life vests enough to hold the amount of people on it. Uh, but when you do that, what is what is adding a bunch of lifeboats going to do, do you think? What's maybe an unintended consequence? Okay. I would think uh, if you don't distribute the weight properly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to make one side pretty heavy. Yeah, Steve so might be reading along, but that's okay. Um, yeah, each of these each of these lifeboats weighed eleven hundred pounds, and they had to add eleven of them. So they add a you know cra- you know twelve thousand pounds onto this boat, and uh, 
and they're at the top, right? They're at the top because the lifeboats had to go down. So now it becomes more top heavy. So as the 2,500 passengers board the boat, as it's still docked, uh, the thing rolls over. And uh, this is when this crazy, this happened very fast. So there's a lot of people trapped below and furniture fell on people. All this stuff happened. What ended up happening is that 80, 844 people died. Uh, and that was actually more passengers died on this than on the Titanic or the Lusitania. So now if you, and I think they talk about the reason that this is not as popular as the Titanic. I think if you added total numbers, including crew members, Titanic had more, but this had more, you know, passengers died on this than the Titanic. And, but there was nobody famous uh, that was on this boat. So it was a lot of workers and, uh, you know, it was basically all workers. It was just basic chums. Actually, a lot of chums from my native country of uh, Czech Republic. A lot of chums from there. And uh, yeah, 829 passengers died in the Titanic. So it was... was Sure, I didn't realize you were an immigrant. Yeah, well, my family was at one point. So here's what's crazy about this. (laughs) 70% 70 of the people that died were under the age of 25. A lot of... Wow. Factory workers. So crazy number. 22 entire families passed away. So, oh my God. like, as people were bringing their kids and stuff like that. You got to learn how to swim. Well, th- so it wasn't a lot of it wasn't even the swimming. Well, obviously, a lot of people back then did not swim, right? That was that's becoming more popular as time has gone on. There was a lot of people that didn't swim, but a lot of it was them literally just trapped like in the bows of the boat and this furniture that was not, you know, it wasn't secured down because it's on, you know, it was, so they the thing rolls over and furniture just falls on people. People get trapped; they can't get out of there. Um, it wasn't so much that they're not swimming. It was more people getting trapped. So here's where it ties into things that is, you know, well, first of all, it's a piece of Chicago history you didn't know about. So there you go. You want to, you want one fun fact I've uncovered? Yeah. Okay. The, before it was the, whatever its name was. Yeah. It was Eastland. known as the Wilmette and it was a Navy boat and it shot the first um, guns and torpedo from America in World War One. No, so you have that you have that backwards. So it after this it became a World War One. It became a Navy boat. No, 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 no. no. The timing doesn't the timing doesn't Wait. add up at that stage. Wait, it flipped over. Then they yes, then, then yes. the Navy they boat. dug it. They're like we that want was, this flipped over boat. Yes, they had this flipped over boat. They ended up like changing the name and retrofitting it, and it became it was in service until like the forties. Um, it which is insane. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and apparently hey, earlier you know that boat that flipped yeah. over, perfect. perfect <laughs> and apparently earlier in its career, it had had a mutiny between the workers and the captain prior to that what? flip over. Um, yeah, so apparently it was kind of disaster just from the entire time. That's a cursed boat. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing. So one of the people that worked at the Western Electric Company uh, was a guy named George Hallis. Pat, you know who George Hallis is, right? Yeah, he founded the Chicago Bears. Founded the Chicago Bears. Ten-year head coach. Yes. So, George Hallis, this is topical because the Bears just hired the new GM. George Hallis was supposed to be on the SS Eastland. He was actually had the ticket, was supposed to be on it, was running late, didn't make it in time for the boat, and the boat tipped over and died. His name was listed on the people that died uh, in the SS Eastland because they didn't find his body, uh, and he was he had a ticket to be on there. It wasn't until a couple of days later uh, that, you know, they discovered that he was alive because he was just like, hey, I'm not dead. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> but people were coming over to his parents' house 
and saying sorry for your loss. You know, we saw your son died in the uh, in the Eastland, and he's like, "Nope, he's right here." Jokes <laughs> on you. I'm not a coach. No, we're not. A coach. But uh, little. So had he not been late, so here's why punctuality is actually overrated. That's kind of the moral of the story. Had he arrived on time, uh, we might not have the Chicago Bears as we know it. And my life would be a lot simpler and a lot less uh, sad. Mm, I mean, you could be a Bills fan and just have your... <laughs> oh, Paul, I am Body so sorry, man. <laughs> I am so sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm going was... fight Patrick Mahomes. I'll fight him. I'll fight that you should, SLB. You should fight the special teams coach who decided to kick it in the end zone. Oh, uh, yeah, I would. Or I'd fight Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator. <laughs> hey, you know who we shouldn't guard? Uh, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. All game. <laughs> All game. Nobody on it. Well, yeah, Steve, we, I actually was looking at, at last last year we had a segment that was Steve sad from the Buffalo losing. But um, so now this is a new segment for a recurring segment every year. But I'm sad. At least they made it this far. Okay, that was my Chubb, uh, Chubb story uh, on the SS Eastland. So, that was a good Chubb story. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Steed, was there something you want to get to? Um, so I bought a suit. Ooh. Baby. Fancy boy. First class. I, so I had a wedding last weekend. Yeah. I'm the best dancer on the dance floor. Everybody knows it. Yeah, I saw a video. It looked good. Yeah. That was an innovative move that nobody's ever done before (laughs) that you saw. This 10-pound acid's dropping to the flow. Um, Explain to people what it was, maybe. I had my arms over my head. Uh, I was in a half-squat position. Arms were um, about shoulder height. Uh, and then, you know, went up. Imagine Doodle Bob from SpongeBob, another SpongeBob reference. Yes. Uh, shaking his spear, but there's no spear. So I'm just waving my hands like that. Perfect. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm the best dancer, but I had to up my game for my sister's wedding. I bought a suit. Ooh, is that this upcoming weekend? Yeah, it's uh, in like three days. Nice. She's going to be pissed if she hears this and hears that I just bought the suit. Well, I think she'll just be happy that you have a suit. I think she'll... Yeah, I got the suit. I got the suit. And I followed the instructions, dark gray. Oh, okay. They they told you to wear a certain type? Yeah, they're like dark gray. Because, well, I got to do... I have some wedding duties I have to do. I see, I see. So, okay, gotcha. But I want to know, uh, after the wedding, where should I wear this suit to? Yeah. Because this is F and BS. It was kind of expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I I now have a few suits, Deed, because uh, now I've been in a few weddings. And some of the people that I've been in wedding parties, I require to buy the suit instead of rent it. And uh, so yeah. now I own, I think I have like five suits now. And it's a lot of suits. Yeah. And so, again, I don't have that many opportunities to wear them. So I try to find things to use them. What I have found is a good look is nice pair of jeans, nice white T-shirt. Now, it has to be a legit white T-shirt. It can't just be like a white undershirt. And then like, yeah, like then a like polo. A, but but 
doesn't have to, doesn't have Jared to have a collar. like a V-neck. Yeah, it could be a V-neck oh, or just genuine. a nice quality uh, white T-shirt. Um, and then then the if suit you're gonna coat. You're going to wear the sport coat yes, over it. Yes, then you wear the sport coat over that. You wear the suit coat over that. So it's kind of casual so but I fancy at the same time. Do you? <laughs> okay, so then maybe yeah. that's not good for you. Well, like, what are you what are you doing? Trying to impress me? Well, Just anytime wear you're... <laughs> normal clothes. Anytime you're wearing the suit, what are you talking about? Are you got gonna... okay. I want to wear the full suit. Start wearing... I'm not wearing jeans. Like, if you're wearing jeans and you're like, what would go with my jeans? Yeah. Uh, suit coat. It's uh, that's a one way ticket to my fist in your eye. See. I view it as I'm trying to tell you that I'm casual, like I can be cool like you, but I'm better than you. Okay, so then just wear a really expensive pair of shoes. You're trying too hard. No, you're trying too hard with the <laughs> latent suit jacket. Pat, do you like the look? I'm not opposed to it, Jared. Okay, Here's my okay. question for you. How do you feel about that look and what type of hat you wear? Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm a hat guy. You guys yeah. Know, can't yeah. wear a hat with any part of a suit. I yeah, that's interesting, Pat. So if I had I the only hat yeah, you really it's hard to wear any type of hat unless you have like a fedora. That's the only kind of hat you can wear with a suit, right? I yeah, mean, I'm I don't not know saying a fucking baseball cap. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking baseball so cap. Here's Oh, I was thinking hockey helmet. Why <laughs> I was trying to think if there was a, a well, I will say one of the big things in billions or not billions, uh succession. Uh, is this guy wears he wears suits all the times and he wears this kind of fancy baseball cap uh and apparently uh since that show sales for this fancy baseball cap have gone up uh like well yeah one of the sons wears this baseball like you know like so high end you want to look like the biggest douche yeah he is a douche your... he is a douche um <laughs> Look, but, but Pat, I think uh, it depends success in wore this yeah the uh the the type of hat I think would depend on the color of the jacket. Right, I think you could wear more like Florida e hat if you have a tan jacket. If it's something darker, I think you got to do it with like you know a dark, more uh, Sinatra type hat. Yeah. What about like an Indiana Jones type hat? I think you could do that with a gray. Uh, it's you typically more of a leather is. leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. Do the Indiana if you got uh, an Indiana Jones hat. You should hat, bring a whip with you on top of it. <laughs> yes. I might. I just might. If you're ushering or things like that, a whip might be a perfect ex- accessory for an usher. Uh, am I an usher? I don't know what you are. I I was just. It's like I don't know. When did when did like uh the whip go away and people started <laughs> using like the <laughs> the like police um what are they called like the baton sticks is that yeah. what they're called. Yeah, when did like the whips go away, and then that became the thing? Uh, like instead of whipping you, we're just gonna beat the shit out of you with this stick. Yeah, uh, probably a a couple revolts of people pretty pissed off about getting whipped. Yeah, <laughs> and a king was probably about to get his head chopped off. Actually, he, I was like, I was Indiana Jones for Halloween one year, and I did get a whip from Party City. There you go. And, Ooh. Uh, not gonna lie, I accidentally whipped myself. It's pretty sexy. Because of the implication. Uh, if people want a good movie whip scene in the rundown uh, with The Rock, there's one guy that doesn't carry guns, he just carries two whips. Do you understand the concept of the Tooth Fairy? He's very effective with them, but I don't know if that's realistic for real life. It's pretty realistic. Yeah, I think it's pretty realistic. But Pat, I think maybe they got rid of the whip when 
Because the problem is the whip's good from a certain distance, but I feel like if somebody gets close enough to you, they just they could just move past you need the something whip. else. Yeah. Yeah, but you can keep them at bay for longer. Yeah, I agree. Maybe like a whip in it, one hand and a baton in the other would be perfect. Also, the whip, I mean, yeah, it's got some shock value, but is that really going to stop you? If I'm like charging, yeah. bam, I get whipped. I and agree. I'm just, I, that might make me more angry. It's like getting stung by a bee. It's yeah. like, you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to move then, on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. You just deal with that whip wound later, like in yeah. the morning when you wake up. Now, I've never been legit whipped. I've only done what Pat's done, which is basically like accidentally whip myself because we had an old horse whip in my basement at some point for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I would imagine if somebody got you right, it could do some damage, but. It is less effective than just a, you know. If you got them in, like, the eye. Yeah. Yeah, that takes some practice. That would take some practice. And, like, the person's probably going to be, like, dodging. Yeah. So, like, I've done some towel whips. I mean, towel whips hurt. Yeah. You know, all the dudes are getting sexy in the locker room, showering off, and then one of the funny guys whips somebody, then everybody's whipping everybody, and everybody's naked and wet. Like, I've done that. Oh, so hot, yeah. Yeah, giggling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's having a good Stop, time. Bro. Everybody's having a good time. I'm stuck. So, uh, Steve, did that answer your question? I forgot what the question was. <laughs> what are we talking about? You were asking why, uh, <laughs> what you could wear your suit to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we're good. Okay. Or work at a bank. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Then you just wear the People same suit every day. People respect me. Yeah. Yeah. Please clap. Maybe this Jeff Goldblum movie review real quick. This is a quick one. Hi. 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 I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Is it the show? It's not the show. This is a uh, a made-for-TV movie. And when I say made-for-TV, it's kind of almost made for the internet. It was from BBC in 2021. It's called Beauty and the Beast, a comic relief pantomime for Christmas. So... What is... Can first explain a pantomime? Uh, good question. I know that I've seen the word. What does it mean? It is a dramatic entertainment originating in Roman mime in which performers expressing meaning through gesture accompanied by music. So it's a mime with sound. Or it says British version. Oh, here's a, this was a British show. So British definition is a theatrical entertainment mainly for children that involves music, topical jokes, and slapstick comedy and is based on a fairy tale or nursery story usually produced around Christmas. Interesting because that's exactly what this is. So that's definitely the definition. Let's go with that one. Uh, this is... Beauty and so the Beast. No mimes. Yeah. So no mime. I, I, I just want everyone to be perfectly clear. This yeah, no real mimes. And it's a good point because there was no mime, so I was disappointed. This uh okay. I don't 
I want both your guys' opinions on this. This is one of those Zoom shows uh, where it's just each person is on their own in a Zoom, basically in a Zoom conference. What are your thoughts on these type of things? What like what? Okay, a I don't know. Show if, of that? So it's it's a it's like a full length movie thing, right? I think it was like sixty or ninety minutes, but it was like the actors are all in separate rooms on a video call, and it just pan whenever they're talking, it pans to them. Uh, but that they're so dumb. They're telling that a story. That sounds like the worst thing I've yeah. ever so, experienced. Yeah, like know. I'm not even a movie, Jared, but I've seen like um, like interviews of like different uh, yeah. TV shows or sports teams and like everybody's like doing zoom and yeah. they're, you know, you got like nine squares of people yes. talking and then it focused on one person. It's not interesting. No. Okay. It's just kind of weird. And to like have a plot line and like a movie like that, I would like turn it off like after 30 seconds, probably. Yeah. I, and this is one of those things. And I don't know if this, this was big right around, um, SNL did like a couple episodes when they were not getting together, you know, like maybe April of 2020, May of 2020 type of time. And they're like, we want to make episodes, but we don't want to get together. So we're going to do it like this. It just does not work. I, I, and they did it here. This came out recently. So I don't know why they had to do it this way. Uh, I'm, it's not clear what the rationale was, but maybe it was just because this was a charity. This is for charities. And maybe it's like, Hey, if we don't have to, we're all in different places. We don't have to get together. Then it's better. Um, it's the, it's basically a modern telling of our, our comedic version, I should say of beauty and the beast. Uh, and it's starring Lily James is the main girl Rose. Oliver Chris is the beast. I didn't wreck. There was a couple of people that just like, you know, British actors that I didn't, necessarily like it maybe recognized but didn't know their names um and then randomly jeff goldblum is the table and he basically just says i'm table uh so like you know beauty and the beast they have people are like the clock or the uh the candlestick or you know the candle or these different type of things right so jeff goldblum is just the table and he just said but he's the one you don't see you just hear the voice of jeff goldblum when it goes to a table and says i'm table or i'm a table was it was it a more adult version of Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Uh, was it also kind of silly and unwatchable for the amount of time that it was? Yes, because of the format. I think had they done it like... Yeah, yes. If yeah. they did it live in person, it would have been totally different. Exact, had they done this exact writing and... Amount and people just like in a theater or something, right? Just do it in theater and film it all at that. Exactly. Uh, then I am all for it. Uh, but it just, it's this format just doesn't work to me uh, as a watchable thing. I did like Jeff Golden randomly being in it. And this obviously told the story of Beauty and the Beast, uh, but I'm just not here for it. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to give something that donates to charity a bottom tier uh, because I like the concept of what they were trying to do because, you know, money went to charity for this thing. But I just, um, I'm, I don't, I don't know who needs this and who wants to spend yeah. their time watching this. If this were 20 minutes or 30 minutes, it'd be different. But the amount of time hey, that you sit watching this, you might it, as well watch it. It's okay to low tier Goldblum. Yeah, I know. Right? It's bottom he tier. Would it's know. bottom tier. He, he would know. I know. Well, he didn't do much in this. He knows. He knows. He's aware. Yeah. He probably knew when he was making it. He's yeah. like, "Come on, this yeah. is good. I'm getting rated low here." Rand, Randy Quaid on the, the algorithm. Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. fly. Um, there you go. I'm I don't pilot. talk about it anymore. Move on.
Yeah, just forget about it. Forget about it. He was in a show called um, something. He's in a new show. Yeah, I know. I'll get to that. No, he's in two new shows. Super he's Bowl. He's in so many new shows. Yeah, Jeff Goldman's doing stuff, man. He's exploding. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else you guys want to get to? Look, I got. I just got a banded Chinese shark, and I named it Craig because <laughs> it looks it looks just so dumb. It's the dumbest looking fish ever. <laughs> Craig is good. Well, I'll agree. I only know um, like one or two other Craigs, and one of the Craigs I know is one of the dumbest individuals I've ever met. <laughs> it's a dumb so. name. You can't name your kid Craig. Craig is it? Yeah, Jared. I would say Craig is a very dumb name. Uh, controversial. Uh, Craig was mentioned earlier in this episode. A guy, me and Pat used to. It's okay. He doesn't listen to us. He, he doesn't. doesn't no. Uh, yeah, we still, suck still, it, still Craig. Show with. Suck it, Craig. Yeah, suck it, Craig. Yeah. If you like to. Re- Thanks for never reporting me. That's yeah. the one thing I appreciate about you. Yeah. <laughs> Craig was <laughs> me and Pat's RA in college, and uh, he didn't report Pat or anybody on our floor i don't think so thank you he told me to keep it down one time and i was like yeah okay guy <laughs> all right craig yeah all right craig <laughs> yeah cool all right um, should we, was there something yeah, i got a big hoss update oh big hoss let's hear it let's hear it big hoss so my uh sister's fiance yeah apparently his brother is six foot eight okay and i'm gonna call him big hoss nice Especially, it's early, it's good. Yes, I would agree, Steve, because you probably don't know him that well, right? Yeah, apparently he's just a really sweet, like tender That's boy. Perfect. Um, if, but he just happens to be six foot eight, and I'm just gonna be like, "What up, big hoss?" You could. <laughs> you can't start using a nickname for somebody that you've already known for a couple of years. Uh, nickname has to be within like the first two times of meeting them. Like, yeah, I'm going to give him the nickname right there. I'm, yeah. Everyone at the wedding will call him Big Haas. Exactly. That's perfect. Like, yeah, you can't, I, couldn't, I couldn't just come up with some new nickname for Pat as much as I want to because I've known Pat for a long enough time. Yeah. That. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Unless he, like, did something crazy. Unless Exactly. Exactly. Unless a scenario comes up, uh, I will give you an example. Oh, Pat, say what you're going to say. Uh, I'm referred to, I wouldn't call them nicknames, but I'm called three different things by three different groups of people. Um, my friends call me Pat. My coworkers call me PC. And the kids I went to high school with call me Cal. So I have okay, three names. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. What if Pat, like, dunked a basketball? Not going like to happen. No, on like a 20-foot rim. Okay. Or something like yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then we could call him like Dunkaroo. Or Hops. Yeah, what up, Hops? Yeah. I would agree. I, I'll give you an example of a crazy, when somebody got a nickname years into knowing them, uh, Bryn Flakes, who's been on the show. I've, I've told this story on the show years ago, so I'm going to tell it again. Uh, Bryn Flakes, I've known him for, at this point, I'd known him maybe like 17 years. I I'm probably... Yeah, I didn't know him when I was born. But anyway, I was like, I'd known him for like 10 years at this point. Um, and uh, he was texting on somebody else's. Oh, no. Somebody was texting on his phone when he wasn't looking, like randomly texting this girl. This was years and years ago. And Texas girl, and she thought he was hitting on her, but it was really somebody borrowing his phone. 
And then her boyfriend responded and said, uh, you know, called him a flake, uh, you know, <laughs> and that's where you got the flake part from. And the Bryn part came like around that same time. Uh, somebody just misspelled his name instead of Brian. They wrote Bryn uh, in a fantasy football group. Uh, just put his name down as that as, as an accident. So the Bryn flakes came that way. So those are like two events that happened that created a nickname years after I knew the person. But in general, if it's just a generic kind of nickname about somebody's uh, appearance, like Big Hoss, you got to do it right away for it to stick. I got oh, yeah. a nickname for you, and I have a nickname for Vaughn. Oh, good. So I'm going to call you BT, which means Big Tree. Okay. And then I'm going to call Vaughn uh, BD, which means Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Well, he's uh, saving B- lives, Pat, so I don't know how Brain Dead that is. He just gave you the perfect test, so let's not bash him on that. But uh, I do. I guess in that case, we'll wrap it up there, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Left. So yeah. Let's wrap it up there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do some uh, new episodes every Thursday on Chubstep and uh, maybe some guests soon. I don't know. Here's what I'll tell you about the guests, guys. Uh, people talking about guests on the show. I would like guests on the show. I've had quite a few people recently that say they'll be on the show and then just last minute flake out. Uh, I've had people flakes, man, uh, like beans from even Stevens. Like I mentioned, agreed, agreed multiple times to be on the show. And then when we went to go set it up, doesn't stops responding to me. This kind of stuff happens all the time. He wants to get paid, man. Yeah. Well, maybe he does, but he knew, he knew there was no pay to begin with. And, uh, you think Beans is getting paid on any podcast? Come on. <laughs> also, no podcast pays their guests. Yeah, it does not really happen. Like, literally nothing. I know. So, anyway, but th- th- this happens quite a bit. So, I'm going to keep reaching out to people, get some people, um, you know, whatever. And uh, email the show. We always like that. Chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.